Happy Septuagesima Sunday. What is it? It marks our preparation for Lent. It also is the third Sunday before the start of Lent, which makes it the ninth Sunday before Easter. It is in combination with the next two Sundays, which are Sexamagesima and Quinquagesima. Now, it was common for early Christians to begin their Lenten fast immediately after Septuagesima Sunday. Just as Lent today begins 46 days before Easter, since Sundays are never a day of fasting. So in the early church, Saturday and Thursdays were considered fast-free days. So, in order to fit in 40 full days of fasting before Easter, the fast had to start two weeks earlier. For you overachievers, your fasting begins tomorrow. Today's reading begins with, what else? The beginning. Genesis 1, 1 through 5. But it is the beginning and the end of the reading I find so important. Not necessarily the first and the last sentence, but the fact that it starts and ends with the separation of one day. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning the first day. This in itself was preparation. The epistle taken from 1 Corinthians 9 then talks about a race. It begins, Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one receives the prize? So run that you may obtain it. Now, I don't believe that we as Christians should be worried about one-upping each other. Of course not. We're not in the business of being the better or the best Christian. However, I believe we are able to beat ourselves. Our life as a Christian should outrun what we could be, a sinner with no repentance at all. Sure, it is all one life, whether we are acting as a sinner or as a redeemed Christian, but it should be our goal to outrun the sinful nature and win the race as the redeemed. And what do athletes do to prepare? The epistle says every athlete exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath, but we an imperishable Today is also Super Bowl Sunday, and what will the winner get? Money that goes away? A trophy that lasts for one year? Wouldn't it be great if we had everlasting life bowl Sunday? Wouldn't it be great if we as a human race celebrated that victory more than we do the big game? The epistle finishes with this, So I do not run aimlessly, I do not box as one beating the air, but I discipline my body and keep it under control, lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. And the Gospel from St. Matthew is the story that we all know as Christians. It's the story of the master of the house who goes out early in the morning and hires laborers for his vineyard. Some work from the beginning, some join later, even some later than that. But at the end of the day, they all receive the same reward. 
It is not ours to begrudge those who join late or later than we did. Pull them in to the race. Pull them that don't know Christ into our race. Drag them in and help them run. From an Easter sermon by St. John Chrysostom, he says, if any, have, if any have toiled from the first hour, let them receive their reward. If any have come after the third hour, let them with gratitude join in the feast. Those who arrived after the sixth hour, let them not doubt, for they shall not be shortchanged. Those who have tarried until the ninth hour, let them not hesitate, but let them come too. And those who arrived only at the eleventh hour, let them not be afraid by reason of their delay. For the Lord is gracious and receives the last, even as the first. The Lord gives rest to those who come at the eleventh hour, even as those who toiled from the beginning. To one and all the Lord gives generously. The Lord accepts the offering of every work. The Lord honors every deed and commends their intention. Let us all enter into the joy of the Lord. Today marks a day for all of us. Every day is a mile marker in our race and for our journey in life. What will you do today on your journey? There was a quote in a movie trailer that we saw at the theater last night. There were two brothers who had lost their father, and they were recounting their father's favorite saying. He said, Son, what is the most important day in history? The answer, today. Would you like to go back 20 years? Sure, we all were younger and probably a little healthier, but would a marathon runner who is three quarters of the way through a race want to suddenly go back to the first quarter mile? Today is where God has us. We must rejoice in it and keep running. I don't want to go back. I look back at all of the mile markers, and yes, of course, I don't want to do some of them again, but in the last 20 years, I got married, was blessed with a daughter, and got ordained. This is where I am. My challenge is to make the most impact on the kingdom of God as I can for the rest of the race. What is your mile marker for today going to be? The great part is, it's a team effort. Look around you at your teammates. My favorite teammate and I are celebrating our 18th wedding anniversary today. We stood at this very altar 18 years ago today and said our vows. What will we do with the rest? Today is the starting line, so I beg you to prepare yourself for Lent. Prepare yourself for the rest of your journey and the rest of your race, because the race starts now. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost.